Blog Talk Radio. My name is Robert, and you're listening to the That's a Movie podcast. Um, today, I'll be doing this on my own, just talking about the movie news. Um, so, yeah, Sasha's not available today, so, yeah, it's just me. All right, then, this uh, Happy New Year to anyone listening. I haven't, We haven't done our podcast for the past two weeks. Mostly everyone hasn't been doing anything for the past two weeks besides, I don't know. Hi, I'm back. Sorry. And some sort of difficulties there. So anyways, uh, yeah, it's been a few slow weeks, you know, with the news. Uh, everything that's been on everyone's mind is the interview. You know, and I spoke about that. The movie's already out on VOD and in certain theaters around the, around the United States. So, you know, people check it out if they want to. I checked out the movie. And yeah, it, it didn't, you know... I didn't expect this movie to be something amazing, but I, I, I still enjoyed the movie nonetheless. And especially if you enjoy James Franco and Seth Rogen comedies, you know, if you like Pineapple Express, if you like this at the end, then you'll like this movie because that's just what it is. And it, it was very entertaining either way. And I <laughs> I can't, I, I guess I'll see, I can see why Kim Jong-un would be angry, but he kind of deserves it. Anyways, going into the news. So um, the movie Jane's Got a Gun is a Western. It's been in the works, I think, since 2013. I've been hearing about this movie for a while, and there's just so much drama behind it, behind it getting filmed. I mean, they had their original director. His name was uh, Lynn Ramsey, who directed We Need to Talk About Kevin, which is a very uh, deeply disturbing movie. Has anybody seen it? But it's pretty good. Anyways, uh, it was going to be a Western starring Natalie Portman, and they had like a bunch of actors you know, lined up to play this to play this role, uh, to play a role in this movie. I think they had um, Ewan McGregor at one point, but then he left. And I think then they had, uh, Christ, is that other guy? I really remember. There was just tons of actors. Oh, they had Jude Law as well. I, I really don't know who's left in the movie, but uh, I think I think it is, okay, it was Jude Law who first signed on, I think it was, and now he's gone. And then Ewan McGregor is in here. But there's just a lot of actors dropped, and then the director, the original director, Lynn Ramsey, left the first day of the shoot. So that's like crazy. He just dropped out of the movie. And now they got the guy who directed Warrior, which is actually a pretty good movie. I think it's on Netflix. It's with uh, Joel Edgerton and um, Tom Hardy, who, by the way, Joel Edgerton is also in this movie. And anyways, the first stills for this movie, the screenshots for this movie have been released and it shows Natalie Portman, you know, holding a gun in this sort of like Western outfit and she looks really badass and it shows Joel Edgerton being all covered in dirt and cowboy looking and it and looks pretty cool. They have the, and just the cinematography and the lighting from, from these shots look pretty nice. And yeah, so this movie, essentially what it's about is um, uh, Natalie Portman's character and Joel Edgerton's character. Uh, they were both ex-like lovers, and then they start going around fighting crime. I think that's just pretty much the gist, the, the, the pretty much what it's about. So yeah, um, I'm just excited to see how this movie actually turns out because most movies that go through problems like this don't usually turn out that good. You know, um, that happened in World War Z. It turned out better than we expected because it had lots of trouble getting that movie done. But even then, I still didn't like the movie because it wasn't nearly as good as it as it could have been. So, oh well. But anyways, 
Uh, this movie releases September 4th of this year, so if anybody's really excited for that, let's go check it out. And it wouldn't be a week of movie news if Marvel wasn't involved one way or another. So um, our first look at a uh, trailer of footage from from Ant-Man was shown to us like, I don't know, two days ago maybe? And if the first thing that came out is like the, it, the trailer was weird on YouTube, it said the uh, an ant-sized sneak peek at Ant-Man. And you click on the trailer and you're like, oh, cool. It's just going to be a little, uh, a few seconds. And it's actually 16 seconds, but it is literally ant-sized. It's very, 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 very tiny and you can't see it. But then about two days later, they released the, they released the human-sized version. So it was, you know, like the regular, uh, the footage they showed for the Ant-Man, for the ant-sized one. And yeah, they chose the teaser. And it was a teaser for a trailer that's actually going to release uh, tomorrow. Or, you know, February, I mean, January 6th, um, the same the same day that uh, uh, Agent Carter premieres on, uh, I think, ABC. Yeah. So it's going to be re- 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 like you know releasing that day. So you know this is Marvel's tactic of getting more people to watch their uh, because they this is a, they were going to do the same thing with the Avengers trailer in uh, uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield because they want to boost their ratings on that show because you know Agents of Shield um it took a really great turn towards the end of the first season and the second season was doing everything that the first season you know did wrong. I mean it was doing everything uh, right that the first season you know didn't do. And I, I, I got into like the third episode, but I haven't finished season two. But really, it's a show you should really give a chance, and especially if you love Marvel and you love what they're doing. And I'm definitely going to be watching um, uh, Agent Carter when it comes out because that looks really fun. And yeah. And then we're also going to be getting our second Age of Ultron trailer uh, January 12th. So yeah, this is what it's become. Talking about trailers that we're going to go see. Yeah. But they have like a little preview trailer already out. And it's cool. I mean, I suggest nobody goes, nobody see the trailer. Why? Because if you're already sold on the movie, if you're already gonna, if you're already gonna see it, then there's no point in watching more, more of this. He's just gonna. I, I mean, they managed not to spoil anything with the first trailer, but still, if you're already sold on the movie, you don't really need to see more trailer, no more footage. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm gonna be seeing the movie. They're probably gonna have this huge like. 12-hour marathon with movies from from the Avengers all the way up until now, or maybe since Iron Man. No, that'll be that'll be too much. I'll be insane. But anyways, yeah. Uh, check out the trailer if you want. January 12th, but I suggest nobody does because unless you're not sold on a movie, you know, you need more convincing. So um, this is some some sort of news that came out just out of you know left field and nobody even expected this. Was Neil Blomkamp was apparently working on an alien um, movie project uh, based on the alien movies by Ridley Scott or the alien movie by uh, Ridley Scott. And it was in a, and, and he released some concept art that's on his Instagram and it looks really awesome. It shows um, Sigourney Weaver as Ripley and, uh, and Hicks with like, you know, his face all burned and stuff and it looked pretty badass. And this is all concept art. And they showed some, some like uh, one of the aliens and like this weird, like hybrid suit thing. That she that she's wearing it's really cool stuff they they got but that would have been really nice I didn't know that this was that this was not happening but apparently he um he said he responded to one of his one of his um one of one of the one of the you know one of the people on his Instagram one of his fans and he said that they never said no it just never it just never you know they got never got around to you know filming the movie and getting it done or getting it you know past just an idea and it 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 the 
you know, like the whole, the, all the, all the, um, the concept like art sort of mixed together um, the elements of Alien and, and Prometheus, and it's and it's really nice. It looks really cool. I mean, anybody can just go look it up right now. But it's but it's really cool. And I um and I and I I don't know. I was excited. I'm excited if this ever does happen because maybe this is what it needs. Maybe this is what this what this franchise needs is just a good swift kick in the ass from Neil Blomkamp. You know, a different a different style because the, just the past movies haven't been working ever since Aliens. It's been it's been a downhill turn. You know for 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 this franchise and it feels and it's sad because this is a movie franchise which pretty much pioneered the sci-fi horror genre it was a reason that we have a lot of these a lot of these terrible you know sci-fi movies but also good stuff you know like starship troopers i guess probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for aliens because that's pretty much what it what, what like inspired it i think they yeah i think alien uh, starship troopers came out after aliens i don't even know i'm not good with that but anyways uh yeah and I really hope this happens at least some way or another. But right now we got Neil Blomkamp's Chappie in, in you know coming out soon, and that's exciting. I mean, I really want to see it. It's it seems like you know still you got this weird sci-fi stuff that that, that uh, Neil Blomkamp does, and he does it so well. But we're gonna be we're gonna be crying from another little robot. Well, not very little this year. I mean, last time it was what Pixar with Wally, and now we're gonna be crying with with Neil Blomkamp and his little robot. So um, uh, it's not really newsworthy what I'm about to say, but I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about it. it's um, Emily Blunt on responding, you know, to Captain Marvel, um, the fan casting. So yeah, she said when she responded, she said she said no one has offered her that officially. So so you know it's very unofficial and it's just a fan casting, which is very nice, but nothing official has been offered to her. And you know, I was paraphrasing there, but yeah, so she said. But recently, but before, she's had she's she's even spoken about how she's turned down roles in in the Marvel universe, specifically uh, Black Widow, or you know the role of Black Widow um, and Peggy Carter, and it was all just for scheduling. Uh, scheduling is the big issue with it, and now that this has been you know been brought to my attention, that people are looking at her, fans are looking at her for, for you know for. Uh, for Captain Marvel, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's a, that's a great, it's a great idea. I mean, she really, she really proved just how how badass action star she could be with Edge of Tomorrow last year. It was just fantastic. That was a great movie, and if you still haven't seen it, really go check it out. It was a really fun, um, exciting movie, and definitely people should shouldn't have missed out on that one. Kind of just the radar for most people, and then afterwards, I was like, whoa, this is movie, this movie is actually really good. But yeah. This would be this would be fantastic if she'd play Captain Marvel again. I guess it's just scheduling because she is a busy actress. She is a working actress, and she does you know she's busy doing movies. I would love to see um, her as a as 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 Captain Captain uh, Marvel. That'd be fantastic. So um, next, speaking about franchises, this this also came out of nowhere. I, I was just like reading it on my phone over the week, and I was like, oh, cool. I guess. So, um, you know, Sylvester Stallone right now is working on Creed, which is a Rocky spinoff about spinoff about Apollo Creed. And it's going to have um, Michael B. Jordan playing Apollo Creed's grandson. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I've se- I don't think I've seen any of the Rocky movies. I know some people will probably be like, whoa, you crazy. But, yeah, I haven't seen any of the Rocky movies and I probably need to go do that. Probably should. But apparently the Rocky, the recent movie that came out was actually not half bad and people actually enjoyed it and i guess it 
sort of gets the creed spit off. But that's not the news story for today. News story is that um, after Phil, uh, he said, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone went to Twitter and after he says after filming, you know, Creed, that he's going to be making Rambo. It's going to be called Rambo Last Blood. So I guess this will be the final Rambo movie. You know, being the first Rambo movie was um, was a uh, was what's it called? Uh, Rambo First Blood. Now we got Rambo Last Blood. So this only makes sense that this will be the final movie for Rambo. So yeah, there's not really like an official title yet, but that seems like it's right around there because on the twi- on Twitter he put um, Last Blood Rambo dot dot dot. So. It seems more like, you know, Rambo Last Blood is going to be the name. But anyways, yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm, uh, uh, I never I never even saw the new the new Rambo that came out a few years ago either. I don't know why. I just never really went ahead and, and saw it. So I don't, to, to me, I don't really care. But Sylvester Stallone does know how to make action movies, except for Expendables 3. Man, that was such a wasted, wasted opportunity there. Oh, well. What are you going to do? So, um... Now, this is about Chris Pine talking about the Jack Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit movie. So he's talking about the possibility of a sequel, and he says it doesn't. he thinks it didn't make enough money for that to happen. And the reason I want to talk about this is, is this is a movie that I actually, you know, enjoyed. And I don't know. I just, I just for some reason, I still, I still actually enjoyed this movie. It was – it's hard to explain what was enjoyable about it. There wasn't anything – you know, really special about this movie. It wasn't something amazing. It's not, it's not, it wasn't a bad movie, but uh, it, it, it just, it just still was very entertaining. I really, you know, recommend people go check it out. It came out last year in January and January is notorious for the worst movies of the year. Like all the crap is just released this year. I mean, this, this month, like January, let me see. What was, what's the first movie this week? Uh, yeah. Um, the woman in black Two: angel of death. You just have to read the title and you already know that it's a crappy movie. Because the first one wasn't really that great. It just was okay. It was unexpectedly good. And that's mostly due to the fact that Daniel Radcliffe was in that movie. But now we got the second one. And I don't even have to see it to know that it was a, it was a crappy, crappy movie. And it was. It was a crappy movie. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I, I, I This movie was sort of a surprise for... For the January usual crap, maybe it was because January was was stuffed with a bunch of crap that this movie was better than most of those, and it was and it, and it was kind of you know uh, very interesting to see that there. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie, and I and and you know Chris Pine is not a terrible actor, but he doesn't do he's nothing special. He he he's he's a good action star. We know we've seen him in Star Trek, and he does a great job. And in this movie, he was good as a leading man. Well, he was a leading man in Star Trek, but he had a whole like entourage of people. But anyways being just, you know, his own spy and it was really nice and I liked it. It was a good it was a good starting point for another another Jack Ryan franchise because essentially what what they were doing was a sort of like origin story for him and it was really it was really cool. I thought it was really, really awesome. Everything they, they showed in the movie and I and I, and I kinda sad that we probably won't see a sequel. But anyways, now we're talking about the interview again. And apparently it's the 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 thing that the North Korean citizens want to see the interview. And the North Korean, you know, regime or Kim Jong-un's regime is, you know, obviously freaking out about that because everyone wants to see it. They've apparently stopped um, uh, the, you know, American movies, the sale of American movies coming into the country, you know, just in American made movies, just in case this 
this would happen you just you know just in case they get interview the interview in here but um it's going to get in there somehow there's already people who who said when it when it comes out on DVD they're going to airlift um uh what's it called a bunch of drop a bunch of the DVDs into 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 North Korea like they've done it it's it's, it's in South Korea it's just like this whole group they've done it before and they and they've they've airlifted stuff with these balloons over North Korea and dropped like you know supplies and um uh propaganda and books and movies and stuff over there in in um what's it called in North Korea so you know for their citizens to find but yeah <laughs> it be it probably won't it won't it won't you know um overthrow the the Kim Jong Un's regime but it'll it'll definitely definitely um um make 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 people you know inform people a bit more about their about their almighty leader so yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool so i i'm not sure if i spoke about a while ago about um about james gunn talking about um what's it called uh, uh guardians of the galaxy and whether they're going to be in uh, the avengers if they're ever going to team up together and he said you know he kind of gave this answer where he were kind of sounded like they weren't ever going to do it. And it, that's that's the sort of, you know, feeling it, it gave us, but he he kind of he kind of spoke, he elaborated on everything he said and it on his, on his Facebook post he had and um you know he said he said like I'm paraphrasing here, he said things imperfectly or something un, sometimes unclear, but then he goes on to tell um how a week after the release or the I think I think it was the same day uh yeah it was uh the a week after Guardians of the Galaxy release um he went to the Marvel to went to Marvel offices and talked with Kevin Feige and to discuss what was happening with Guardians and he told them exactly what he wanted to do and they said everybody was on board and excited with what they wanted to do with it, with what he wanted to do and when talking about the bigger picture that means you know the the whole Marvel universe with with uh, the Avengers and stuff, and would they ever meet up? And would there ever be an awesome team up that everyone wants? Which would be tons of <laughs> make them like make the money, the movie go over budget because of that. He says that they all agreed on one thing, and it was to keep huge chunks of the Guardians universe, you know, the cosmic universe, separate from the Marvel heroes, you know, of Earth. And that makes sense because the cosmic universe, you know, the whole galaxy, they have this whole other universe they have to flesh out and explore the Guardians. And that and and that in itself would make great movies. You know the the uh, the 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 you know the heroes of Earth, the Avengers. They have their own things dealing with other um, other villains on Earth, and occasionally, you know, like in Avengers, they had they have outside forces from the galaxy coming to bother them and stuff. But yeah, it's not. It's it's just they all have their separate thing. And what he's saying, he doesn't want them with with the Guardians. He didn't want them to make the Marvel Cinematic Universe smaller. He wanted to use them to make them bigger, to to have to to flesh out this whole universe like in the comic books. There's tons of cosmic universe uh, Marvel comic books like dedicated to to these characters and other Marvel characters that are, you know, just cosmic characters. And yeah, that that totally makes sense and not to, you know, you know restrict themselves to one thing to being like tied up to the Avengers. Like, yes, there'll be there will be a connected in some sort of way but not, you know, complete, like they have to follow the Avengers. Like it's like this whole, they have their own, their own separate thing going on. And I'm sure that'll be huge things that, that the guardians will have to get involved in. Like probably Thanos attacking earth or going on rampage and stuff like that. So I, what I'm assuming, and I even told I talked about this early, uh, around last year, what I'm assuming what's going to happen 
as what 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 I'm speculating here is that yes, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna Thanos is gonna get all the all the Infinity Stones and at least out in the cosmic universe, and he's gonna yeah, I think all the Infinity Stones are no longer on Earth. I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't know, but anyways, he's gonna get all of them. He's probably gonna go on like a rampage, you know, destroying whatever city, whatever planet he wants, and the Guardians will be after going after him, trying to stop him somehow. And then it all leads to Earth. And then that's when all hell breaks loose and everyone teams up and they have to fight to beat up Thanos because that's what happens when Thanos attacks Earth. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with that. I, I like, I like you know, he clarified that because it's it's just how it should be. They shouldn't be restricted to that because what it does is that it there's not enough creative freedom if they're all just focusing on the Avengers and somehow they all have to do with the Avengers. And that's fine. That's that's totally cool. So um, uh, something I haven't talked about mostly because I don't know too well is about Ghost in the Shell. There's a live action movie in the works and it's been on and off, you know, in, in the in the news in, in the movie news for a while and Scarlett Johansson has been her not, her name's been thrown around to be like, you know, the lead. And apparently as of now she's pretty much set for starring in the movie. It's been, you know, in development like hell or limbo, whatever you want to call it, for a while and it looks like she's, you know, in the movie. Back then it, people who were considering the main lead, I, I really I really don't know who's the main lead in this movie. It's like whole another thing that I don't know and I'm sorry forgive my uh ignorance but anyways Margot Robbie was being considered to play the lead role but she is now playing um Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad movie which by the way I'm pretty excited for in 2016 so it doesn't look like she's going to have any room to do anything and I don't th- and I'm not sure but I I I think I think Scarlett Johansson will have um free time. I don't know if she's going to be in Captain America 3. I'm assuming she will be. Of course she will be, but she's she's going to have time to, you know, film this movie. I don't know. I don't think they have an, an exact release date yet for this movie because, you know, it's been in development hell, but still she's she's all but set to, to, to start this movie. So yeah, that's pretty awesome because we need um, Scarlett Johansson in more leading movies and more as more as leading lady because she's great. She was great. She was great as a, uh, and Lucy, even though Lucy wasn't a great movie, but she was, she was definitely a great, she did a great job in that movie. And yeah. And so I guess th- this is what we have to deal with until we see a solo black widow movie. Cause that's what we all want. We all want a solo black widow movie after Captain America two, we realize that the, the, the Marvel, at least Anthony and Joe Russo, they can do, great spy thrillers so i would love to see you know black widow as um in her own movie so yeah and now talking about rumors this stuff has been going on for a while and it feels kind of it feels like deja vu type stuff right now that that uh han solo is getting his own spinoff you know that's that's apparently going to be the first movie that's going to be that's what it's going to be it's going to be a the spinoff that's exactly what it's going to be about yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> They've been talking about this for a while. Everyone's speculating rumors for a while that that's what it was going to be about. And I guess I'll bring up, you know, I'll tell you exactly what what they said. But, anyways, what we got, what we 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 had before. Uh, it was also a rumor. I don't think confirmed was that it was going to be the first movie was going to be about stealing the plans, uh, the 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 plans for the Death Star. 
that's that was gonna be a sort of heist movie that was gonna be about stealing the plans for the um death star that 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 they eventually you know all the rebels get their hands on and use to destroy the death star in um episode four of you know star wars and um yeah and also you know gareth edwards was gonna be directing the movie but that's apparently what we had for a while and this is this is all sources apparently closes close to to making you notes know, to star wars um and they this is what they say the production code name will be lumniac industrial goods and it's supposedly taking place at london's pinewood studios which is where they film you know a lot of that's pretty much their big their big studios film studios over there in london and the filming will eventually overlap with some of star wars episode 8 movie uh, you know stuff and the subject is Han Solo, you know, according to rumor, and Aaron Paul is looking to be attached to the first Star Wars spinoff in some fashion. Sure, I guess. Why not? You know, I, 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 it's, I don't really see, to tell you the truth, Aaron Paul playing in a playing a character. Well, excuse me, playing a character in a sci-fi movie. It just feels kind of weird to me because I, I just feel like you know. Breaking Bad and even Need for Speed, all, uh, all that type of stuff. I just don't really see him playing a character in a sci-fi movie. But yeah, I guess sure. Why not? What is he gonna do in it? Maybe play young Han Solo. I don't know. That'd be really weird for them to do. But this, this is this this is expected when when it's Star Wars. You know, it's they do this. People do this with Marvel movies. It's gonna be even more with all these Star Wars stuff. So yeah. So, uh, and I guess the final bit of, you know, news I wanted to mention was about Guillermo del Toro's um, Crimson Peak. And apparently it's a, re- a really uh, almost classical, I'm kind of kind of paraphrasing here, uh, gothic romance ghost story. This is from, yeah, uh, from, from Guillermo del Toro on Yahoo Movies in an interview. And uh, yeah, and it's and it's and it's it's really it's it's a proper R rating and it's adult, so it's gonna be very disturbing. And Tom Hiddleston is starring in it, along with what is her name? She's so good in these movies. But anyways, the movie's coming out this year, October sixteenth, and it released some stills, and it shows um, it shows it shows one one with uh with what's it called? Tom Hiddleston wearing like this cool like coat and everything and yeah he looks pretty badass in it looks he looks he looks properly creepy and yeah um definitely pretty ex- excited for this movie oh yeah and, well, mia was a Kowska. i i don't know if i really butchered a name didn't i but anyway she's a fantastic actress she was in the double and loads of other movies and she's really good but she's also um uh apparently in this movie too and yeah, and it's just a, it's just a picture of her, like just from her back and her looking somewhere. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's really cool stuff, and I'm I'm pretty excited just mostly because it's Guillermo del Toro in it, and every movie he makes is usually very very exciting stuff. So yeah, um, I guess I'll be wrapping it up now. So you guys can you know follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook at the uh, Real Robert H, and you guys can check me out on Instagram at uh, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo and you guys can you know look more at um our, our next uh our next show next week around the same time um 12 p.m pacific standard time 3 p.m eastern standard time and yeah just uh check out my reviews I have I have some reviews uh going up I'm not sure I think I have an inherent vice review coming up 
And uh, yeah, check out my also my Kingsman: The Secret Service review, which is a movie coming out I think February. No, yeah, um, I know the first wave of reviews uh, also came out, but I saw it like last year in November. So check out the review if you guys want to. It's awesome. And yeah, and I think that's about all the reviews I got up right now. I got as well. Besides that, I got The Gambler up, and yeah. Just check out the reviews. Go on YouTube at the Sasha Arena Show and that's the movie and stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, everyone, have a great new year. And watch out for the crappy movies of January because there's going to be a bunch of them. Bye-bye.